Welcome to another episode of the Smiles Ahead podcast, powered by Burrow, Welshel, and Culp Orthodontics. Today, we are going to talk about the topic of how do braces and Invisalign actually move your teeth? So, this is a question that comes up a lot. You know, people get interested in saying, you know, how are these teeth actually moving? Like, what's the process? And it can go way deep into the details cellularly, or we can kind of stay surface um, and get a good idea of how it happens. So, of course, in this first one minute, we're going to talk about the surface level of it and just tell you a quick synopsis of what happens. And then if you want to hang around for about five or ten more minutes, we'll get into a few of the details and uh, more of the, the cellular scientific stuff. So, um, essentially what it is, is your teeth are sitting in bone. That bone has a little ligament called a periodontal ligament around the tooth that holds that tooth in that bone. That's where some of the cells live, and that's where some of the action happens. The braces or Invisalign put a force on that tooth, and it goes up to that root, and that cuts off a little blood flow and essentially kills part of the bone on one side and dissolves it. And then on the other side, you're building back. So then that tooth can pop into the space where it's dissolving the bone, and it builds on the back. So you have the same amount of bone at the end. It's just remodeling that jawbone. So um, essentially, that's how it works. Now, obviously, there's a lot of detail that goes into that. So um, the way that I like to start to think about it is, you know, talking about that tooth and that bone. How are those teeth, when they come in, how are they hanging on? And that's where that Ligament and that bone really come into place. And that's how your jaw is structured. So essentially, with orthodontics, we have to change the structure of your jaw. Fortunately for the patient and the orthodontist, we don't have to go in there with a, a drill or a chisel or a hammer or anything like that to change the structure. We kind of put all the pressure on Mother Nature to help us out with the job. And the way that she does that is we put the bracket on or the attachment or the aligner. And then the wire goes on or we snap the Invisalign in. And that puts a small pressure, small force on that tooth. We now know that you want a continuous small force versus the big, let's crank it and make it go faster. Because that actually kills the cells quicker and then you get uh, no movement. So you want this as a gradual process. That's why when people say, hey, can you hurry the process of braces? Just tighten them more so they get done faster. I don't care if I'm sore. You know, wish it worked like that, wish we could do it, but you just can't get it done. So um, we want this a gradual, continual process and, um, you know, low, consistent forces. That low, consistent force on one end will still put pressure and constrict some blood flow on the one side of the tooth. So the direction you're trying to move that tooth, it will um, send to your immune system that there needs to be some cells that come in there and help it out. So... These are called osteoclasts. Osteoclasts are a cell that comes in and basically can eat up the bone. So they take the calcium out of the bone. They you know, dissolve the cell. That gives space where there's no more bone for the tooth to move into. Now, that all sounds scary, but remember, it's happening at a very small pace. And then on the back end of that tooth, some other cells come in called osteoblasts. What osteoblasts do is they release the calcium, and lay down the bone on the back end. So by the end of it, you have some cells coming in and taking some bone away so you can move it. And on the other side, you got the osteoblasts that are laying down the bone. And so at the end, you have the same amount of bone. It's just recontoured in a different way. And that tooth 
is now sitting in the mouth in a different manner. And that's exactly what we want with orthodontics, right? Um, so, you know, with that process there, there is a term of, of timing on how long does that take. And we say, you know, the, the science says about a millimeter a month you can expect with any type of movement. So when you talk about going really fast or you talk about the speed of orthodontics, it's really a biological process. And if we think about the cellular level of it, where those osteoclasts have to come in and they take away the bone so that tooth can move in there, and then you got those osteoblasts that are laying down the bone, you know, you don't want that to happen fast, right? If we're restructuring the jaw, you want this to be a nice continuous process. Um, one, because, you know, it just you know, sounds like it's going to be better, right? You don't want that process of restructuring to be too quick. But we also talk a lot about retention in orthodontics. You know, we got these teeth in the right place. How are we going to keep them in the right place? And when you're talking about remodeling bone and restructuring the jaw and restructuring where these teeth live, you know, they, were, they came in that place for a reason. Um, you know, that can be genetics, you know, um, some other factors and a lot of different things. But they came in that reason, and that's where they were. And then we went in and changed everything up. We remodeled everything. We changed where that periodontal ligament was holding that tooth. We remodeled what the bone looked like. So we have to be considerate of what retention looks like. And we used to think, okay, we moved the tooth. We restructured the bone. We restructured the jaw. It's like setting your arm. So if you break your arm and you set it back, you wear a cast for six months or whatever, you take it off, you don't have to, you know, put a cast on every night for retention. So for a while, they thought maybe that's how orthodontic works. And then we saw all the relapse and people would get braces, and then a year later, their teeth would be crowded up again. So we know that there is going to be an instinct for that, that tooth and that body to want to go back and remodel the other way. So we need to tell them, hey, let's reinforce this. That's where retainers come in, and that's why it's a little bit different. Um, than, say, setting a bone. Because when you're setting a bone, that bone was in the correct place to start with, and then it got moved, and we put it back in the right place. If we think about orthodontics, really, if we think about how it naturally came in as the right place, and we moved it to what the body might feel as the wrong place, even though it looks good to us, it's a healthier bite, it's a healthier look, um, it's not going to have that tendency to just want to stay because we're, we're correcting it the opposite way. Um, so long story short, there is a lot that goes into um, the tooth movement, but the coolest way to think about it is, you know, that light pressure is going to make some room for that tooth to move in there, and the brackets and the wires and the orthodontists do guide where that goes. So when we talk about, you know, routine care and seeing your provider, yeah, it's great to do digital visits and that type of thing, everything works, but... Um, at least going into the physical office and seeing the orthodontist a few times is, is pretty valuable in that process. Uh, so just keep that in mind. But, you know, as that tooth moves, you can get some really good stability and get some good stability of that bite. But because we are actually restructuring the jaw, we need to think about retention too. Um, so the big points here, just remember we got the, the osteoclast. Those guys are coming in, and they're hammering away. They're making room for that tooth to move. And then on the back end of that route, we got some osteoblasts that are laying down the foundation, and they're saying, okay, these guys are taking away. We're building back. And that tooth is able to move in that correct position with 
the same amount of bone support as it had to begin with. And so you have restructured the jaw, but everything's healthy, everything's in the right place, and um, everything's good to go. So I uh, hope that helped a little bit. Uh, we always like to answer any kind of questions. So if you, if you have some, uh, let us know in the office. Let us know on any kind of social media um, in the notes here in the comments, and uh, we'll take care of them. All right, see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Smiles Ahead podcast powered by Burrow, Welchel, and Colt Orthodontics. Be sure to leave a rating, hit that subscribe button, and if you have more questions, you can reach out to me directly at sam at bwcortho.com. That's sam at bwcortho.com. You can also visit our website, bwcortho.com, and we will be happy to answer any questions you might have.